Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this episode of The Dictionary. We are in October still. It's fall. I just realized that I recorded uh, half to two-thirds of this episode and my recorder wasn't recording. I'm pretty sure that's the first time it's happened to me, and I hope it is the last, because that's kind of a pain. So, let's do this again. First word is arbitrary. A-R-B-I-T-R-A-R-Y. This is an adjective from the 15th century. One, depending on individual discretion as of a judge and not fixed by law, as in, the manner of punishment is arbitrary. 2a, not restrained or limited in the exercise of power, colon, ruling by absolute authority, as in, an arbitrary government. 2b, marked by or resulting from the unrestrained and often tyrannical exercise of power, as in, protection from arbitrary arrest and detention. 3a, based on or determined by individual preference or convenience rather than by necessity or the intrinsic nature of something, as in, an arbitrary standard. And wait for it, we have two more examples. Also as in, Take any arbitrary positive number. And the last example for this one is arbitrary division of historical studies into watertight compartments. And that is from A.J. Toynbee. Here we go with 3B. Existing or coming about seemingly at random or by chance, or as a capricious and unreasonable act of will. As in, when a task is not seen in a meaningful context, it is experienced as being arbitrary. And that is from Nehemiah Jordan. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Nehemiah correctly, but it is spelled N-E-H-E-M-I-A-H, so it seems like it should be pronounced Nehemiah. Arbitrarily is an adverb, and arbitrariness is a noun. Now we have arbitrate. It's a verb from 1588. Transitive definitions are first. One is archaic. And we have these synonyms decide and determine. Two, to act as arbiter upon. Three, to submit or refer for decision to an arbiter, as in agreed to arbitrate their differences. Now we have the intransitive definition. It says to act as arbiter. Arbitrative is an adjective. Now we have arbitration. This is a noun from the 15th century. The action of arbitrating especially the hearing and determination of a case in controversy by an arbiter. Arbitrational is an adjective. Now we have arbitrator, and I'm pretty sure that this is the last of the words that are related to arbitration and arbitrating and stuff. So this is a noun from the 15th century, one that arbitrates. Synonym is arbiter. Here we go with arbor, A-R-B-O-R. It's the first form of two. This is a noun from the 14th century, a shelter of vines or branches or of latticework covered with climbing shrubs or vines. And there is a picture of an arbor, and it looks exactly how they described, although uh, on one of the sides there is a little bench, so it looks like a very nice place to sit. The etymology says this is from Middle English, uh, Erber, E-R-B-E-R, or also Erber with an H at the beginning. You could say Erber or Herber. I don't know which is uh, proper. Uh, and that means garden. 
And that is from the French herbe, H-E-R-B-E, which means herb or grass. Now we have the second form of arbor. This is a noun from 1659. One, a spindle or axle of a wheel. Two, a main shaft or beam. Three, a shaft on which a revolving cutting tool is mounted. Four, a spindle on a cutting machine that holds the work to be cut. Arbor is Latin, and it means tree or shaft. Now we have arbor as a prefix. Uh, could also be arbory with an I, uh, and it just means tree, basically related to tree, as in arboriculture. Next we have Arbor Day. Two words, the first letter is capitalized. This is a noun from 1863, a day designated for planting trees. How many people actually plant a tree on Arbor Day? Pretty sure most people don't even know Arbor Day exists, or when they hear it, they think, what the hell is that? What do I do? Nothing. Go to work. Okay. But I like this idea of planting trees on Arbor Day, and maybe every day. So maybe I'll try and do that. When is Arbor Day? I should look that up. Next, we have arboreal, A-R-B-O-R-E-A-L. This is an adjective from circa 1667, one, of relating to or resembling a tree, two, inhabiting or frequenting trees, as in arboreal monkeys. Arboreally is an adverb. This is uh, from the Latin arboreus, which means of a tree. And it looks like arboreus is our next word, although it is spelled uh, a little bit differently than the Latin word. A-R-B-O-R-E-O-U-S. This is an adjective from 1646, and we have the synonym arboreal, which is what we just read. As in, an arboreous palm, P-A-L-M. That's a palm tree, not the palm on your hand. Next we have arborescent, A-R-B-O-R. E-S-C-E-N-T. This is an adjective from 1675, resembling a tree in properties, growth, structure, or appearance. Arborescence is a noun. Next, we have arboretum. This is a noun from 1796, a place where trees, shrubs, and herbaceous plants are cultivated for scientific and educational purposes. There might actually be an arboretum literally just a few blocks away from where I am right now. I don't remember if it's called an arboretum, but there's some sort of ecology center nearby, uh, and I have a vague memory of it saying arboretum, but I am probably wrong. So this is Latin, and it means plantation of trees. Next, we have arboriculture, which I think was our example in the arbor prefix word definition thing. So this is a noun from circa 1778, the cultivation of trees and shrubs, especially for ornamental purposes. Arboricultural is an adjective. So for many years of my life, I have had this urge to do some sort of arboriculture thing. I, I didn't really think about the word arboriculture, but I wanted to plant trees and then as they grew, sort of gradually shape them into, I don't know, shapes or, or something. Uh, I never did this. I was not motivated enough to learn the proper way to do it or the proper trees to plant or, or even to just to take the time. Um, so I'm quite a bit older from when I had this idea first, and so I'm probably not ever going to do it. But if you like this idea and you are young enough or can pass this along to someone who is young, 
I think it's a great idea. Some ideas I had were just uh, putting trees, maybe spiraling them, maybe slowly bending the branches so they just created some sort of shape. I don't know what that would be. Um, I saw, I've seen some picture of somebody who created uh, a chair. I, I couldn't even describe exactly what he did or how he did it, but I'm pretty sure that this is a living tree of some kind that he was able to bend into the shape of a chair. It's really fascinating. I'll see if I can find a picture online and, and post a link. Um, what other things? I've seen people who put uh, a board in between two trees and then the bark grows over the board and it becomes a little bench. Um, I went to a camp that had something like that. So, uh, like I said, if you're young enough, I think you should uh, get into arboriculture. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just, just do something. And here we go with the last word of the episode. It is arboreo rice. Two separate words. Arboreo is spelled A-R-B-O-R-I-O. This is a noun. Uh, it is often capitalized with a capital A because it is from Arborio, which is a village in the Piedmont region of Italy. Did I say it was from 1976? I don't remember, but I just said it again. This is a short grain rice that has a creamy texture when cooked and is typically used in risotto. So I think I'm going to have to pick uh, one of these arbor words, or maybe just arbor, uh, which will encapsulate all of the arbor words. I am a big fan of trees and nature in general. I've always loved trees. Um, arboriculture I like because it's talking about cultivating trees in ornamental ways. Uh, and I think we need a little bit more uh, love for nature in our world. You might think that we have a lot, and I think we do, but I think we need a little bit more because the Amazon is burning right now, and that is bad. Uh, my wife has a beautiful uh, tree tattoo on her back. It's her in, basically her entire back. It took very, very long to create and a lot of pain, a lot of money, uh, but it is beautiful and totally worth it. Uh, so if you ever see it, you should say, hey, take off your shirt. Let me sh let me see your tattoo. No, don't do that. But people have literally started to pull up her shirt to see her tattoo, and that is inappropriate. So don't do that when you see somebody's tattoo. You can respectfully ask them to see their tattoo, uh, but don't start touching them and pulling up their clothes and stuff. And on that note, this is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.